number up there on the billboard. There's a two, and then a um, kind of circle. No, dumbass, not that number. 69. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not The Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and right now we're going to talk about something. I mean, realistically, I wanted to do this episode on Beavis and Butthead, Do the Universe, the new Paramount Plus movie on Beavis and Butthead, which, great, funny movie. Uh, if you enjoy Do America, you're going to enjoy Do the Universe. It's not as good as Do America, but I figured... You know, it is uh, a pretty solid uh, movie all, all in its own right. And part of the reason why I'm doing it but not doing it, just to be clear out there, I'm doing it but not doing it, is that it's it's multiple factors. One, uh, in terms of the actual episode itself, I, I just felt like do, do the universe is, like... I wouldn't say there's nothing to talk about. It's just that it being such a new thing, there's not as much as I feel like I, I could have talked about when, when I initially thought of doing it. And it's just, since a lot of it comes down to, yeah, that's a really funny movie. It's funny that BBC Budget still works even to this day. And, you know, their usual jokes, you know, still land. All that stuff. It's, I don't know, Like it feels like that would be way too short for an episode. It feels like that's not enough material for it. And quite frankly, I... I just don't know what I can say about it as of this point that would really dig into it in any kind of way that is um, meaningful. The other reason why I'm not talking about it, even though I am talking about it, is that right now as we're filming, it is very hot. And while I do have a fan going, it's honestly not enough for me to really cool off. It's, it's that bad right now. And I'm also a little... I don't want to say that I have COVID. I, I, I don't think I do, but, you know, I, you know, haven't really been getting the results on that, so, yeah, I'm not too sure on that front either. Now, the only thing I can say is that I will be giving you an episode today, so it's not like I'm just wasting your time here. It's just that one of the things that came to mind as I started realizing, like, there's not an much I could really talk about this without just repeating what exactly happens on this ep- uh, on this movie. I realized like, well, you know, Beavis and Butthead has been gone for you know a, a good while. I mean, they've they've done shorts here and there. Uh, the TV show did get a revival about a decade ago, but um, yeah, this feels like it's been a while since uh, been a major Beavis and Butthead project. So I was thinking about legacy sequels and stuff like that. You know, as of this point, uh, people would call stuff like Top Gun sequel, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, Ghostbusters Afterlife, that kind of stuff as legacy sequels. Uh, they're like the kind of sequels that come in years later. But it's, it's not just a matter of like, oh, it took a long time. Because, of course, then you would count stuff like Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4, even The Incredibles 2 as legacy sequels. But they're not really. Normally what you would count as legacy sequels is the stuff where it's like, yeah, there, there really hasn't been any production in this this kind of thing for who knows how long even though they've tried to do it for a while and there's like an overemphasis on you know honoring the past now granted i haven't seen the new top gun i've heard that it actually does it a much smarter way but it is still kind of falling into that whether it's doing it in a smarter way or not ghostbusters afterlife is definitely an example of one that i think did it bad like even though the movie itself is kind of okay-ish like the effects are cool the people you know the actors in it you know are giving their their um, effort so it's like it's not like you're necessarily tired of watching this like it, it is you know kind of compelling and it's got its moments but 
it's so wrapped up in just being like, oh, well, this is Ghostbusters, and you like Ghostbusters. Here's the things you remember from Ghostbusters. Here's jokes you like from Ghostbusters. Here's references you remember from Ghostbusters. Here's, you know, lines you like from Ghostbusters. That kind of stuff is where the movie goes bad because it's so overabundant of them that you eventually realize like wait some of this stuff i didn't really care for or i barely remember from that first movie like at some point you know one of the characters looks at um egon's jacket and pulls out a crunch bar and it's like was anyone really thinking about that crunch bar joke uh from the first movie when they thought of stuff that they liked about Ghostbusters. It's such a weird thing. And they do that throughout the entire movie. And it's holding this stuff. You know, a movie that is essentially on its own was supposed to be playing a big joke. Because it was pretty much like, oh look, here's, you know, uh, people who are hunting ghosts. But instead of being like, you know, magic users or your typical adventurers or whatever. It's just comedians um, dressed up like pest control. But instead they're ghost control and that, that was pretty much the whole joke and you know it, it worked you know it was a really solid joke and you know part of what was so effective about it was that they did try to make um the ghost legitimately threatening even though at the end of the day it was always a big joke even though people want to say otherwise but in trying to honor that while making the sequel they essentially kind of made them gods which is funny because there's even the whole thing in the movie where it's like you know oh they're not gods but they might as well be based on the way the movie is treating them they're pretty much treating all these characters as deities in a way with how reverent and how much they're honoring this stuff and it's like it was just a comedy about people hunting ghosts but yeah, like I, I, that's what I was thinking about, like with Beavis and Butthead. Like, no, granted, Beavis and Butthead do do the universe does not go out of its way to make Beavis and Butthead look like these legendary figures who grew up with you or anything. And they're like, no, they're they're a couple of shitheads who were horny, and you know, it was funny because no one could pick up on the stupid shit that that they were saying or doing to a point that it, it almost felt like who's really the idiot here, the person who is saying this stupid shit or the person who doesn't understand that. They're being told stupid shit. And that was the whole joke. And that's what the universe, you know, continues to build off of. But again, you get a lot of these things where it's just like, oh, we gotta, you know, honor this stuff. And it doesn't even have to be, like, in in a way to do an honor of, like, the legacy sequels. Sometimes it's also just with the reboots um, where they make certain things bigger than they are or try to add in, like, a bunch of lore to this stuff. Like, you know, whether you've seen, like, uh, Ninja Turtles... I'm specifically talking about the 2012 one because I haven't really seen any of the more recent uh, versions because I know they've done a bunch of different Ninja Turtle shows, but I'm specifically talking about the 2012 CG one, which is a really good one. Uh, the DuckTales reboot from a few years back, which, again, it, it was a pretty good show, but you get a lot of those where they try to treat a lot of the stuff that you grow up on as these very important things. And, it, you know, it's not necessarily bad. It's fine. It, you know, it makes you feel more special for what you're, you've been watching. I personally loved um, a lot of what they ended up doing with um, the Ninja Turtles um, 2012 show in terms of changing up. Like, okay, so here's something that we decided to do with this character, uh, Shredder's daughter, Karai, that really, you know, brought in a new angle to it. But then you got, like, you know, with the DuckTales show where it feels like, okay, so we're going to try to further connect certain things. Like, okay, we're going to have, like, Darkwing being more connected to the DuckTales gang or just various villains, like, having, you know, connections that we didn't really 
think of. And it just starts to feel like, eh, I really didn't care for that much. And then, you know, even going beyond that, the other problem when it comes to these um, legacy stuff, like whether it's, you know, like honoring nostalgic stuff or whatever, is when they also try to, like... <sighs> I wouldn't say shit on it, but they do try to you know, play it off as like, oh, we're better than that original version or, or something like that. Like where they try to acknowledge the faults of the of the, the original source, but at the same time, it comes off mean-spirited. And I know that's a tightrope to walk because sometimes you might not be intending it to become come off as mean, but then it, it kind of come off, comes off that, that way. Like, you know, think of DuckTales, that's another one that, that really did that where it's like, oh, look, we, you know, our Webby is better than their Webby, so let's, you know, have a, a little plush doll of, you know, the original Webby getting, like, stabbed. Um, like, not, not in, in any kind of gruesome way, but, like, you know, it was like a little you know, like th- a thumbtack or something, like, you know, stabbing her to like, to like a wall or something. And it's supposed to be like a, a subtle way of like, you know, kind of mocking it or, or, you know, just general things like that. And it's like, I don't know, man, you know, why? And, you know, maybe they didn't intend it that way, but, you know, you never know with some of these people because I remember seeing, like, uh, for example, there was, like, the She-Ra reboot, never saw it. I've heard it's good, but, you know, I just never saw it. And there were some people who, you know, I believe worked on it or maybe they worked on something else. I don't know, but the point is that it was animators who were kind of like, oh, well, the original one was shitty anyways. Um, This is a much better one. And... (sighs) That just never sat well with me, and I, I get that some of that might, it might have been because they were, um, you know, there's a lot of people online who trash these things and just go on to very sexist, fem, um, anti-feminist um, uh, rants about this shit that's, you know, the stupid and bigoted, and it's like, I get why you would want to be defensive, but at the same time, maybe don't shit on the thing that you're adapting. Like, you're still technically doing a new version of this show that you say is shit but now it's you know with your work being done and it's like it's great that you know you're confident about your work and you want to defend it but it's like don't get it to a point where you're just trashing on someone else's work like that that just feels wrong especially because again if you're the one if if, if it's the work that you're specifically adapting um, into a new version, it's like, well, you're going to be taking ideas from that. So, you know, are you saying that your work is shit or that, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it just feels like, I don't know. Like, it, it just feels wrong. Like, um, going back to DuckTales, and I know, don't mean to shit on DuckTales, especially on a show that's not supposed to be talking about Disney. But when it came to DuckTales, it's like, whenever it came to, like, original villains that they introduced, like, for this version, like, I know there was, like, a, like a Mark Wahlberg um, type of character. Like, I think it was, like, Mark Beeks or something like that. I was like, I don't care for this villain. I don't, I don't like him. I prefer Glumgold. I prefer Magicka. And it's like, you know, you, you start realizing like it's a bunch of characters. The, the characters I prefer are a bunch of characters from the original show. So it's like, yeah, maybe don't um, get on your high horse. Like, in granted, not that they did, but you know, like if for anyone who does that kind of thing, like maybe don't get on your high horse about how you're doing something better when you're still taking the stuff that that was from that original show in your adaptation like maybe you are doing it better maybe you are i'm not gonna say that you aren't but at the same time like the fact that you're taking it means that there was something that was worthwhile in that original one so maybe 
again, toned it down on calling it shit. Which, thankfully, of course, with people's butthead through the universe, it doesn't do because it, you know, aside from having, you know, the original people involved, at least, at the very least, mech judges involved, I, that I know for sure, it never feels like, oh yeah, the, the old people's butthead is bad or anything. Like, no, it's still playing off of people's butthead just being in modern day. Like, they, they're learning about white male privilege and stuff like that, and it's very funny. Um, here's people's butthead dealing with Siri, um, cell phones, and all that crap, and it, you know, it's all very hilarious, and the animation style, and it is, is fun, like, even though it's not cinematic in any way, it is nice to see something where there is some kind of, like, spirit of those old cartoons in it, because the way the characters are moving, and the, the way the animation flows feels like something that you would have seen in the 90s, just upgraded to modern day, so that's always nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, and I, so, you know, it definitely handled that right, um, personally, I don't mind bringing back old car- cartoons or old characters or whatever, doing legacy sequels, doing reboots, any of that stuff. I-, I-, I don't mind so long as, one, the people making it have a passion for it, like they do have a love for it. But at the same time, don't get up your ass in any way about it. Like whether it's, you know, one, being negative about it and saying like, oh, well, we're, our version is the good one and that one was the bad one. Like, don't do that. Don't, you know, love the thing that you're doing. But at the same time, don't worship it to the point that, you one cancel the flaws in it and two just become a monument to that thing like don't just don't just blindly worship the thing you're bringing back like don't just be like oh we're gonna be referencing all these little things stuff that people didn't even really care about even the ones who were mega fans uh and this just because it's like oh well you know we gotta reference everything uh I don't know. That, that's my general thing when it comes to doing that kind of thing. But I, I, I don't know. It, it's all really dependent on how, I guess, you feel about it. Um, personally, again, I don't mind them bringing these characters back. I don't mind them doing reboots or sequels to, you know, that continue on the story. Just maybe, you know, one, love it, and two, acknowledge where you can improve on it or where you can bring something new to the table, something that, you know, bring, or says, okay, this is why this character needed to come back. And I'll, I'll be fine with it. It's generally lovely. But yeah, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Great movie. Funny. Go watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I originally wanted to do something more on that movie, but there's not much I feel like I can say about it at this point. Maybe I'll get back to it and do uh, do a retake on it where, you know, once time has gone by, maybe I form, you know, more specific thoughts on it to do an episode on it, or maybe we learn some information that makes it more interesting to talk about. I don't know. I'm not really opposed to the idea of revisiting um, older movies or or stuff that I've done on this show, um, so long as I can find a new angle on it, or maybe a guest um, comes on who provides a new angle. I don't, I don't know. What I'm generally saying is, you know, maybe someday I'll tackle it again, but, you know, for now, this was a nice little break to talk about some stuff, especially in regards to bringing back old characters. And I hope, I don't know, maybe someone listening considers what I've said, even if it's not the most detailed thing. You know, at the very least, I feel like I I covered some ground that, you know, might be of importance. So, yeah, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you again next time. Uh, sir, maybe you didn't know, but we have white privilege. Thank you for coming on and listening to me today. If you enjoyed it, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can follow my podcast. It's on Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support me even more, there's always the option of Patreon. Patreon is a great way to support artists and 
With that, you can always put in a dollar or even more. It's all up to you. All just to help produce the show and other things I may do. Thank you again, and I hope to see you in the coming future.